Hello everyone. Right now for this video we are going to answer the question what does a gathering of a missional kingdom family look like? Mm -hmm. And even though uh, uh, there's a lot of flexibility there are certain things we want to do when we gather as an MKF and uh, uh, I would love for you Papa Tim to unpack that for us mm -hmm. describe what does it look like when everybody gets together at someone's house or yeah. whatever a park or wh whatever location they're in. Right. And what do you do? And and what does what a typical night look like? How do you handle children? Mm -hmm. How do you handle uh, uh, worship? How do you rally around the presence of God and, and do everything mm -hmm. that is in your heart uh, to do as you gather? Right. Great question. And, you know, there's a precedence for this. In the scripture, in the book of Acts, you, you read about the body of Christ meeting both in the temple court in a larger hmm. setting where the apostles taught them. And then it says they met from house to house and they broke bread. And it, it said they, you know, they, 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 uh, you know, they were all together and had everything in common. They sold their possessions and their goods. They gave everyone according to they had need that they all met together. You have this spontaneous, awesome story of how the body of Christ grew together. And it said in, in Acts 4, 32, all the believers were in one heart and mind. No one claimed any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection. And um, again, you just have this spontaneous celebration of the life of Christ. So we're talking about the practical stuff now. So you, typically, our missional kingdom families start in, the, in an evening time for, at, a, at a dinner because we're all going to eat anyway. Right. So, so we why not use, do it together? We want to do it together because we're all going to eat. So we usually have everyone bring something. So that takes the pressure off of one person doing all the prep work. And, and by the way, we, we try to tell the host family, don't panic about having people in your home. Don't, don't, you know, don't clean the house to the point where there's absolutely dirt free. Don't, we don't want to, it's not, um, we're not trying to create a setting where um, it's sterile and it's a bunch of strangers getting together. It's a family coming together, so the house isn't going to always look great. Toys still are, might be on the floor. Um, I'm not advocating, you know, filth or anything, but just don't panic about your home. And people are going to come together. Let's say that after work, 5.30 is the starting time. Okay. So people show up around 5.30. The food is out, and usually we'll have a different people pray for the, over the meal. And, and sometimes we'll guide the, the meal time with some fun flow questions. Like we'll say, you know, does anybody have a testimony of what Christ has done, in, you know, in their life this week while we're eating? So a lot of times we'll be eating food and we'll have people share, you know, God stories while they're eating. Or sometimes we just let people just visit and have fun yeah. and, and check in. It's a checking in time. Now, what you really want to know is that the atmosphere is important. So the, the leaders and the assistant leaders of an MKF, they need to create a culture of hospitality and welcome and, and affection and fun. Fun is the lubricating atmosphere of a, and affection of a good MKF. So you start out with a meal. That'd be the first thing. Okay. And then I feel like it's really great to, to go straight into the presence of the Lord. And now people differ on this. Sometimes they'll have testimonies beforehand, and that's good. But I like, uh, I like to get straight into, let's acknowledge that this is about Jesus. 
And so we'll have people maybe share a Bible verse, uh, share a psalm, and we'll go into biblical worship where everyone is now participating in worship. There might be a guitar. Sometimes we'll use YouTube worship videos. Uh, you know, we'll do that. Sometimes we'll just sing a cappello. We call it acapulco or avocado. But sometimes we'll just sing in the spirit. We'll sing in a, a song, a new song in tongues. We'll, and we're ministering to the Lord. So we'll, we'll spend 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, worshiping the Lord, ministering to the Lord, telling Him how much we love Him. Yeah, it doesn't have to be long. No, it right? doesn't have to be long. And that would be the next phase of that. You know, you, we're kind of progressing. And we keep kids in, in the, it, during worship, we want kids there learning how to worship. So remember, children are very much a part of a missional kingdom family. And we'll actually devote a whole teaching on just children because it's a big deal. So meal, worship, ministering to the Lord. And then, yep. then, it's, then this vertical thing is happening. Then oftentimes we'll go into the next phase of we'll have someone bring the word of the Lord, maybe five to seven minutes. And with dialogue, not a big, not a preaching, but a, but a sharing on the word. And then with flow questions, which are open-ended questions that allow us to apply that word. Okay, awesome. that would be next. Then the third one is we'll have people check in with one another uh, so that we're in each other's storylines. And we'll ask the question, you know, uh, what are the faith goals that are in your life that God is encouraging you to move forward into the grace of God? What's, what's God working on in your life? So we're all involved in the storyline of one another. Then we'll pray for one another and minister now, some, you know, that again, this is going to be fluid and flexible. Sometimes maybe one or two people will get the focal point of our, yeah. of our love and attention. But we do like to have everyone check in if possible. So a lot of times when people are ministering to the Lord, the Lord will speak. And then that time of checking in is like people opening up their hearts and sharing, how does this apply to me in my right. life, right? How does this apply to me? Yep. It's not like, okay, this is what God spoke to you. Now I'm going to tell you what God mm -hmm. spoke it, we're going together, but we're also going deep. How does this apply to me? Yeah, yep. And again, you know, some of the worst leadership in an MKF is somebody that dominates the MKF and does right. all the talking. That old school of, you know, uh, honey, I shrunk the church, meaning I got a pulpit and one guy's a wannabe preacher and he just does our gal and just does all the talking. That is not what you want. You want a family conversation where everybody's valued. And if you detect somebody's not, not drawn, being drawn in, go ahead and draw them in to the con conversation of the, of, the, of the Spirit with your life together. So you're getting into each other's storylines. The inner conversation of the heart is coming out into the light. And you're helping draw people into a deeper life in Christ and to applying um, you know, His invitation to them. And finally, you want to make sure that you, you do devote a little time to discussing how you're going to reach out to your neighbors. Right. And um, I've got some practical stuff on that you know, later in another training video. But you want to devote 10 to 15 minutes praying for, for those that don't know the Lord, kind of talking about who we're reaching out to, and devoting some of that time of that evening to how are we reaching the lost. And, and with real names and real faces and people. So that would be kind of a general flow mm -hmm. of a gathering. And, you know, you don't want to go more than two hours 
or maybe two and a half hours because uh, we're in this for the long haul. And if you wear people out over, you know, you know, over a long period of time with real late gatherings, it can be, um, there can become an emotional resistance to the get together. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be times when the Holy Spirit's really moving and it's going to go later and nobody's going to want to go home. And what I do is I say, okay, remember now, guys, when you get, when you're tired the next morning, um, you need to, you know, you need to remember that this was a very high level right. and anointing time right. and um, don't be grumpy. Okay, so, but you want to pace yourself over time. Right. So between, you know, a 6 to 8 to 8.30 because you got to get kids to bed and ready for school the next day. So I like midweek gatherings because we celebrate oftentimes on Sunday mornings. So I prefer the Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night time um, as, a, as a great time for an MKF. And, um, and I also prefer for us to relocate to different people's homes so that everybody feels included right and you don't just stick it in one home the whole time and it can be a little wearing on the host family that hosts it every week you know so it moves around that way we get to know each other better so that's just a, some of the practical stuff of a missional king family you want to add any more to this i think it's it's right on okay. i think we plan to be flexible right mm -hmm. so we kind of have a general idea this is what we're going to do. These are the big things we want to make mm -hmm. sure we're hit. But then the Lord's going to move in it. Holy Spirit moves in it. And we adjust accordingly as, as the, the gathering yeah. continues. Yeah. Now, listen, one more thing. You know, warning label. Every time you get together, you really are trying to look for the presence of Christ. Remember there's spiritual warfare in every gathering. And do not underestimate the enemy's attempt to split, to divide, to annoy uh, to discredit everything. I mean, there's warfare in getting people together in love and unity around Christ and the kingdom, okay? And so please, please make sure you pray before every MKF and, and think about it and ask the Lord to be present and uh, be aware that the strangest things can happen right in the middle of great moments of healing and deliverance. I mean, I've had dogs go crazy. I've even had coyotes scream and whelp. I, I mean, I've seen things happen in the middle of before, during, and after missional kingdom families. I mean, car wrecks on the way there. I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but I'm telling you, people will get sick. A strange sickness will come over them 30 minutes before they're trying to come. The enemy wants to pull people out of position so that they don't get into the presence of the Lord and get, you know, get encouraged. So this is not for the faint-hearted this is real live spiritual warfare, and you've got to know that when love is going on, when the kingdom is advancing, um, it is all supernatural. You cannot do this without the presence of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and consistent prayer. Um, don't attempt this without Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? This is, this is, uh, this is uh, you know, there's, there's a dangerous side of doing kingdom work and we'll talk again more about that but please please draw the power of God in this thing and be be aware and be spiritually intelligent all right awesome we love Praise you all the Lord